Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining us today, she's an Olympic medalist. She is a world champion. Today, we have the pleasure of sitting down with Alabama's own Ryan White. How's it going, Ryan? I'm good. How are you? Thanks. Thanks for joining. I'm excited to sit down and chat. Uh, we have a lot to discuss. You've had a pretty busy six past six months or so. Um, so I'm excited to break some of that down. I want to start with heading into those 2021 Olympic trials from the outside looking in, you had a lot of momentum. I think you won a pretty big backstroke race in Atlanta in May, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so go on, heading into your trials, this was your second trials. You had been in 2016. Um, how are you feeling about where you were at with, you know, maybe making that Olympic team? Yeah, the meet in Atlanta, um, we went there. We were just trying to see where we were at, get some more racing in long course, like under our belts. So, yeah, I raced against Olivia. I I don't know if I really raced her all that much, Um and I raced against Natalie too in the hundred fly. Those are both like just super great races for me. Um, gave me definitely a lot of confidence going into trials and yeah, it was, it was, it was a good meet for me. So heading into trials were, did you have high expectations? I mean, obviously everyone goes to trials with the ultimate goal of making that Olympic team, but did you have expectations of, I think I can make this team. I really want to make this team you know, I'm confident I can put myself in that position. Um, I, I don't like to put expectations on myself. I think it like makes me a lot more nervous, um, going into meets and stuff. Like, I don't really even like to look at the psych sheet or the heat sheets or anything. I just like to go and like, try to stay in my own lane. I definitely wanted to make the team. Of course, everybody that goes does. Um, and I think I was very confident that I could do it. Uh, that being said though, I just, I try not to like put too much pressure on myself because I think like, as we all do, like putting that extra little bit on yourself, it makes it a little bit harder and there's like a little bit more noise in your head. So going into it, I would say like, I was confident. I wanted to make the team. I thought that I definitely could, but I was just trying to like stay focused on my own race and like stay in my own lane, that kind of thing. Going back to that meet in May, are you someone who can normally put up pretty fast in season times? Is that something that you've kind of developed while at Alabama? Um, or is that the kind of swimmer you've always been where you can kind of be right at your best or even go best times in season before a big meet? Um, I think the meet in Atlanta, I, I wouldn't say like I'm always going super fast in season. I love taper. So that's like... <laughs> Uh, something I look forward to, but, uh, the meet in Atlanta, I had just gone to the mission Viejo meet, like I think a month before or so. And, um, I had like a breakout swim in the two back. I swim like a best time. Uh, I think I was just like really feeling good. And like, I think I believed in myself a lot in that meet. And right before the hundred fly in Atlanta, like I was super nervous and I was kind of telling my coaches like, I'm not going to swim the hundred fly at trial. So why do I need to do it here? If we're preparing our bodies for like what I'm going to do, I should like not do the hundred fly because that time I kind of thought I wasn't going to do it at trials. Um, so my coach asked me like, what's your why? And so I think I was just like really inspired in that moment. And I was like pretty motivated at that meet to just like show people what I've been doing. And I wanted to like see where I was at. So I don't want to say it was like a fluke that I went a best time at that meet. Um, but I think I was just like taking the chance, the opportunity to race next to like those girls that I knew were kind of like in the mix of people who could make the team. So. Was that your why? <laughs> Is that what you told your coach? Um, I, I, he kind of said it. I think I had tears in my eyes at the time as I was going <laughs> up behind the blocks and I mean, I was swimming next to Natalie and we had never even talked before. Um, until after that race, we like chatted in the cool down pool, but I was kind of just like telling myself, like, 
I work hard in practice. Like I've been practicing every day. Like we put so much time into our sport. Um, so I guess my why at the time was just like for myself, I wanted to see where I was at. Um, and just like, I love racing. I am super competitive. So that was, I think my why at the time. Yeah. Was it, was that a hard question to answer? That seems like it's pretty self-reflective, right? I mean, if you're not used to answering a question like that, that can come as kind of a deer in the headlights. Like, wait, what? Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I was nervous for the hundred fly. So, um, I think that's probably why I didn't want to swim it, but yeah, I think it was definitely a quick self-reflection that I had there. Like as I was walking to the blocks, um, yeah, it was, I would say it was kind of hard to answer, but I'm like super grateful that I was asked the question because I think it helped me and like got my momentum to continue going forward. Um, as I was heading back to Tuscaloosa to train more, um, and like getting ready for trials and stuff. So, yeah. So ultimately, why did you decide not to swim the hundred fly at trials? I actually, I did do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just thought I wasn't going to, because I had like kind of put so much focus on my backstroke. Um, and I swim the hundred fly at like SECs and NCAAs. It's my third event. So, um, yeah, I ended up doing it and I'm so grateful my coach, I don't want to say he made me, but I'm grateful that I did it because I was so nervous and it gave me a chance to like, I have never, I had never been into the ready room or anything for finals. Cause in 2016, I think it was like 18th or something. So, um, I'm super grateful that I did the hundred fly cause I mid semis. Um, so I got the like routine of going into the ready room and getting ready for my race, like warming up at finals, um, just like kind of pointing out that I was nervous and like understanding why and all of that stuff. So yeah, I actually did do it though. <laughs> so you did do it. Is the hunter fly something like, is, does that event bring you stress naturally? Were you, or were you just nervous for it in Atlanta? I think I, I think I was just nervous for it in Atlanta. And I think I was nervous for trials. Like in Atlanta, I was nervous of like the people were getting to know my name and like after mission in Atlanta, I knew people kind of were seeing that I was someone that wanted to make the team, someone that had like a real shot. So I think I just didn't want to swim the hundred fly because I don't know. I think I was just trying to like deal with that. Um, I, I do get nervous. I mean, I get nervous for every race, but the hundred fly, like in college meets, I look at it as like my kind of fun event. It's not really an off event because I'm like, okay at it. So <laughs> Um, yeah, I definitely get nervous, but it's like a good chance for me to take my mind off backstroke where I have put a lot more pressure on myself and like, it's my more main event. So yes, I do get nervous, but it's kind of like a fun event for me. I don't like I practice. I was just talking to my coach about this the other day and he was like, you never focus on the hundred fly and you're good at it. But like, imagine if you focused on it more and like worked on that stuff. Um, so Yeah. Yeah. I should go like 50 point in the hunter fly. Yeah. I'm so bad with times. I never know my best times, but I think that goes with like putting pressure on myself, looking at like psych sheets and stuff. I just, I just like to try to swim, focus on that. So that's, that's a, that seems like a good strategy. Uh, and, and it obviously it's worked for you this, this far. So you sum the hunter fly trials, you kind of get that first event under your belt get the routine of warming up for finals, making it to semis hundred back. Uh, can you take me through the process of prelim semis finals and how you dealt with those nerves and, or just the pressure of knowing that you're going to make an Olympic team? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really nice that I got to know like those feelings a little bit going into the hundred back. Um, I mean, for the hundred fly, I had no idea if I was even going to make semis. So that was a little different for the hundred back. I had like, I, I knew I was going to make semis or like, I had a good, like a good feeling about it. Um, so I wasn't too nervous for prelims. I was, I was a lot more nervous for semis. Um, but yeah, I mean the ready room, the backstrokers, I'm not like close or really even good friends with them, or I wasn't at the time, but they're all like pretty nice. And like, I would say it wasn't a super intense ready room, which was helpful for me. Um, but yeah, finals, I was pretty nervous. I think like behind the blocks, I, um, I just said like, whatever happens is going to happen. Like it's meant to happen. I've worked hard and like, I just wanted to see what I could do. Um, yeah, it was super fun though. (laughs) 
yeah, getting second, I was super excited. So do you remember the race at all? The finals race? Uh, I remember my two back a little bit more. I remember like getting second and like looking up at the big screen with my face on it and stuff, uh, like hugging my teammates and stuff. I don't really remember like being in the water. I do know I was like, not, I think I was like fifth at the turn or something like that. I was not really, I mean, I was in the race, but yeah, those girls, they go out like Reagan. She goes out super fast in the hundred. And I, I knew that. So I remember like trying to stay in my own lane, like focus on myself. Um, especially cause I know I'm a little bit, I mean, I think I'm more favorable of the 200. So I know I'm going to have the second 50 to like come back as much as I can. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. So, so then you make the team, um, can you describe that night to me, you know, kind of after, after the initial excitement, hugging the teammates, um, you know, knowing you made the team after you leave the pool, did, did that set in at all? Um, I don't think so. I, okay. I didn't sleep very much that night. I mean, it was super exciting. And I heard from so many people that like, that's what happens. Like you don't really sleep very well that night just because you're super excited. Um, I talked a lot with my coach after my race and we have like, we, he's always saying, keep the highs low and the lows high. I mean, I knew I had the two back coming up and I thought that I could do something really special. I mean, doing the hundred gave me a lot of confidence for the 200, um, and on the flip side, I knew that the girls that didn't make it in the hundred that had a chance in the 200, like they wanted it that much more. So I was kind of like seeing both sides of that, um, like my confidence and then also their like hunger for trying to make the team in the 200. Um, so yeah, I was trying to like stay calm as much as I could and like focus on my next race. That's something that like my club team, I feel like instilled in me was just like, there's more, there's more like focus on what's next. And I'm super grateful of that because I think if I had been super excited, like more than I was for the hundred back, I think it could have like changed the outcome of my 200. So yeah, I was just trying to like, I mean, I cooled down so much and just focusing on like the next day I had, I think I had like the day off and I might've had the next day off. So I was just trying to like, I gave myself like a day to be excited. And then the next day I was like, okay, I got to get ready for the two back. It's still coming. Like it's going to happen. So yeah. Yeah. So you, you mentioned, you talked about your club team, uh, in Utah, <laughs> but so where are you from in Utah again? Um, I grew up like just outside of Salt Lake, like 20 ish minutes outside. So, okay. And what, yeah. what club did you swim for? Oh, Wasatch Front Fish Market. Yeah. It's a Wasatch mouthful. Farm Fish Market. Did I say <laughs> Wasatch, that right? Wasatch Front Fish Wasatch Market. Front Fish Market. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a name. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, so what, what about the way that your club did things prepared you for that? I, I know you mentioned it, but can you elaborate on that a little bit? Um, I would say like a big focus for me and my coach back at home was like underwater. So we did so much underwater work and I think it's definitely like shown. Uh, and I'm also super used to like swimming so many events I swam in club. I swam like the hundred and 200 back the hundred and 200 fly and the two and 4am at like all of our like sectional meets and like the age group state meets and stuff. So I was, I feel like I'm used to like a busy schedule, which pays off for like NCAA meets and stuff. Um, and like SECs because it's like, it's a pretty long meet, but it can get really busy, especially making prelims and finals. And then even trials with like semifinals. Um, so yeah, I think that was something that I'm super happy. My coach like always said, he was just like, what's next? Like, that was a great race. What can we fix for next time? But also like you have a race tomorrow. What are we going to do to like prepare for it? Things like that. So. So yeah, that, that mentality seems very advantageous for, <laughs> for a, a meet, especially like trials. So you make it in the hundred back going into the 200 back. I'm assuming you're feeling pretty confident at, like you said, you, you felt like you could do something special. Um, can you take me through that final? Was the, was the call room any more intense or was it still uh, pretty relaxed? I think for me, I was pretty calm at that point. Um, right before I went into the call room, I was so nervous. Um, I mean, they were good nerves for sure. Uh, 
but I was sitting outside the call room, like just staring at the floor, like waiting for my turn to go in. And my coach came to me and he was just like, you get to go show off right now. And I was like, so emotional. I was super like moved by what he was saying. Um, and it was, I think it was all things that like I knew about myself, but it was nice to hear from somebody else, like a reassurance, I guess. Um, yeah, that was before going into the call room. And then just like as we went up the stairs, I think everyone was like ready for the meet to be over and like ready to know who was making the team, that kind of thing. So, yeah, um, I also like after we after I walked out, I was like standing next to my block, like just kind of like looking around at like everyone that was in the stands. And my team did such a good job of like supporting me. I could hear them. It was it was really crazy. Like. I, they said, take your mark and go. And like, as I was diving back, I literally heard my team say Bama and they always love to be like the last one saying something like the last thing to be heard. Um, so that was really special for me as I was like diving in. Um, it was really cool. So, yeah. yeah. So then do you, do you, do you remember anything about that race or just do you, do you feel like you executed that one? Well, obviously you got top two, you made it in that event as well. Yeah. Um, I do remember like at the hundred, um, like pushing off and just thinking like, okay, the third 50 is where I'm always kind of lacking. I'm like, kind of, I don't want to say I'm taking a nap because we're racing, but, um, that's where I think I need to work on like moving ahead. So that's like one thing I was thinking about. And then the last 50, I was kind of just like, go for it, do whatever you can. Like, um, and I have watched the race. I've heard like a lot about like my last 25 uh, was kind of crazy. But um, yeah, I just remember like touching the wall and like just being so happy. And like the girls, I was super happy for Phoebe too. Like that's something like we raced the NCAAs and she beat me. And it was just really cool um, that we had like three girls going for backstroke. Uh, so yeah, it was exciting. <laughs> Yeah. And, and for you to be the only one that was going in both backstrokes, what was that? Was that meaningful or special to you? Yeah, for sure. I thought it was really cool. Um, I kind of, I mean, obviously I wanted it. I don't, I didn't expect it, but it was something that like, I could see myself being able to do. So yeah, I was, I'm really proud of myself for being able to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, quite the accomplishment. So then you, you move through trials um, when you think back to Olympic training camp, to the Tokyo Olympics themselves, um, what sticks out to you in your mind or, or in your memory about, about, uh, that, that two month period? Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> There's so many things that I can think of. Um, I think it like the games, once we got into Tokyo, I was very nervous. Um, I got to know the coaches pretty well. Um. I am really close with my coach at home. So I tried my best to like make a good relationship with Greg from Stanford. He was like the head coach and he was like my group coach, the one that I had been working with at camp and everything. So I tried to be like super honest with him, like fast forward a relationship, I guess you could say. Um, and I think that helped me a lot. I was just really super nervous. I had only been the only other international meet I've been to was like the youth Olympics in 2018. And there was such a small group, like we were super close with each other, I think. And like, um, I guess at the, in Tokyo it was a little bit easier to get like lost in the mix of everyone. There's just so many of us. So, um, but I, I like leaned a lot on like the girls that I was rooming with and my friends. And so that was super helpful. Um, but yeah, I was, I was really nervous <laughs> a lot more than so tr for trials, which, a lot of people said it would like be the other way that like trials was a lot more of like an emotionally draining me, but I don't know, for me, I was really nervous at the games. So. I mean, it's, you had been to trials before and I feel like that definitely helps with the experience or I, I wouldn't know. I've never competed in any of these meets, but I, that, that would be my guess. You know, you, yeah. you, you at least had that experience under your belt. Um, so at training camp, you were in Greg's group. Who else was in that or who, who were you training with on a day-to-day -day basis there? Um, I was with Phoebe and Reagan a lot of the time. I think all of our coaches kind of wanted us to be working together. Um, Erica Brown was in our group and she was like training a bit with Simone. Um, 
and Alex, well, she came into the group a couple of times and I went, I went with Todd, I think like once or twice too. So yeah, there was, it was a really great people to be around, I think. So was there a workout, a specific workout you remember from training camp that stands out to you? Actually. Yeah. But it was Todd's workout. I, okay. for the most part, I was doing like similar things to what I would be doing here with, um, with Ozzy. So, but Todd's workout, I think we did four rounds of maybe four fifties and the interval got slower and the times had to get faster. And I was just, I think his stopwatch is a little fast, but I was going pretty fast at that practice. It was super fun. And he's super high energy. I mean, he like really makes you feel like he wants to be there with you. So, and I think he does it in like such a unique way to each person. So I really enjoyed his practice. And that's something that like, I remember that practice so well. So what do you remember what you held on the last uh, round of fifties? I, I I feel like he was telling, oh, I'm so bad with times. I, I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe 29s, but that could be way off. Okay. Um, but yeah, my times like in that practice, I just remember he was so excited. And since I don't really like focus too much on times, I don't always know in practice, like what I need to be holding. So when he's saying times and getting excited, I'm just like, yeah, yes. So <laughs> Yeah, but that was super like a super memorable practice for me. Yeah, that that sounds exciting. That I've been to a few of Todd's practices, and that that sounds spot on. <laughs> super excited, yeah. very high energy. Maybe his watch is a little fast. I think that's hilarious because I think a lot of people on our website uh, are in that boat. But <clears throat> neither. Yeah, I appreciate. <laughs> I will appreciate a fast watch any day. So see, what, I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel good. So. <laughs> Um, so, so it sounds like the camp went well. Um, one, one other thing I'm curious about if you can articulate it is, is, uh, you said you kind of fast tracked your relationship with Greg, you know, like just being honest. Um, is there, are there specific ways you, you did that? Because I think the coach athlete relationship is something maybe we don't talk about enough, but I, I thought that was really interesting the way you worded that. Um, can you elaborate on that a little bit anymore? Yeah. Um, I talked with him like when I first, when we first got to Hawaii and just told him that like, I am super close with my coach here. And, um, I would say that I'm like a pretty vulnerable person. And I think that that helps me, um, with my coach. Like, I mean, I tell him if something happened like in a day, uh, that bothered me, or if I'm having a day or if someone on my team, like I'm feeling kind of like we're butting heads and things like that. So, and I told Greg that, and he just was super appreciative that I was honest with him. Um, so that was like our first step, I guess. Um, and then we had a practice where we like suited up in Tokyo, but before we were in the village, we went to like their training center. Um, and I think he knew I was nervous. Uh, I'm super emotional when I get nervous. I kind of hate it, but it's just who I am. So, and I was just telling him, that like I was nervous to get into the village and that I like am feeling kind of, uh, I don't know how to say it, but I don't know. I was just really honest with how I was feeling like going into the meet and how I was feeling like coming off of trials and how maybe my confidence was a little shaken. I mean, you're surrounded by all these super fast swimmers that you've looked up to for all these years. And you're, I mean, I'm kind of at the time I'm like, I'm the newbie. So, and there were a lot of new people. So it was, I feel like a lot of people maybe were feeling the same things. I just feel better when I like talk about how I'm feeling and that kind of thing. So I told Greg about all of that. And I think that he, like him listening, helped me trust him more. And like that changes things as you're like going up behind the blocks or as like him and Lindsay are walking us to the ready room at the games and those kinds of things. So yeah. And we talked even after uh, I swam and we talked about like, me getting fourth and how he thinks that like it can, I can use it to motivate myself. And yeah, I think we just had like a quick relationship or like we got into our relationship really quickly, um, which was good for me. And I knew that I needed that going into it. So I just did like what I could to communicate with him and let, let Ozzy know that I am communicating with him. And I knew that they were talking to each other too. So yeah, I like things to be out in the open. <laughs> Smart that if there's young athletes listening to this, take note. Um, it's a, that seems like a very intelligent, emotionally intelligent thing to do as an athlete who is, especially in that case 
with a new coach that they're fairly unfamiliar with. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's talk about your performances at the Olympics. Uh, individually, you got fourth in both your yeah. events, which well, I feel yeah. like is easy for, especially from my, you know, media perspective to be like, Ooh, ah, fourth twice. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm not here to say that I'm here to ask you what you thought of getting fourth twice at the Olympics. Um, well, in the hundred, I got fourth twice. I'm the hundred first and, oh, it was definitely heartbreaking. Uh, I think like back to that moment, I, the like emotions just like flooded over me. I was like going through the mix zone and I like went straight to the warm down pool Um, and now I can like, look back and know that that was like really good. And I honestly think it was good for me to feel that and like not get third. Obviously I wanted to get top three. That would have been amazing. Um, but yeah, that was really hard for me. And like going back to the village, like even just like eating dinner that night, I was just like really let down, um, by myself. Uh, but I tried to like use it, like what I was saying before, like, oh, you have the 200, like you have another shot. Um, I think it maybe like shook my confidence a little bit going into the 200 too. Like I felt like I had worked so hard all this time and I, I felt like going to Hawaii and like meeting all these people, it was very new for me. And I think being around all these people, like you're kind of like always, I don't know if alert is the right word, but you're always like trying to make a good impression, like trying to be on your best behavior, even if you're not typically on like a bad behavior, but your best foot forward. Yeah. And like getting to know people. Um, I think that was like really different for me and honestly kind of hard. I'm like a pretty introverted person. So, um, that was new. So I think I was a little exhausted from that. Um, and that's something that like I recognized and I'm super happy, like going into worlds and stuff because I took a lot more time to myself in that time. Uh, but yeah, getting fourth, that was so hard. It was just like, I wanted to just like cry in my goggles in the cool down pool and like nobody talked to me, but other people were racing. I mean, Reagan, she did really well in the hundred, she's third. So yeah, I think, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it was like an exciting time. Other people had swims and like in that moment, you can't really like make it all about yourself. Um, so yeah, I tried to like, wait till I got back to the village and just be in my room and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we got through one fourth. <laughs> yeah. That made him what? So then, um, so then Getting for the 200. And the 200. Yeah. I think me and Phoebe were super let down by like, I got fourth. I think she was fifth. Um, I think the biggest thing at that point was that like, we wanted to place top three, get medals for team USA. Um, and she had waited all week to race. And I just like, I know that was so hard for her. It was really hard for me. It was, it stung once, but like the second time was, yeah, I think pretty soon after I just like, I mean, I went and talked to Greg after the, after the race and after the meet, and we both just talked about how like getting fourth can do like one of two things. Like you can either use it and move forward or it can like break you down and break you down. And I think I've done a good job of like realizing that that's something I can still be proud of. Um, And I'm super like grateful for the experience of getting to go to Tokyo and meeting all the people that I was surrounded by. Um, And I know like I recognize now that there are going to be ups and downs. I mean, that was a down that some people, I mean, some people are like fourth at the Olympics. That's amazing. And some people are like, Ooh, fourth, like you said. So um yeah, it just depends on how you look at it, I think. And it was definitely like a learning experience for me. I can now see that there's going to be like successes and what some people might think of as failures. But yeah, I think that's just like the nature of the sport. Yeah. I'll put things though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I feel like that, that is probably the, the best way you can respond to it. Right. Just, just accepting it, realizing that that uh it's a fourth place and not much you can do and yeah and I've gone back and forth between like the positive ways and like maybe not so positive ways of looking at it but 
I think for now that's where I'm standing, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Congrats yeah. on that one. Um, so, so then you get back to the States, uh, and then you get, uh, well, I'm, I'm guessing you took some kind of break, but then now we're into the fall season, the college season. Um, how has it been with, with Bama this year? Good. It's been, we have Margo as our new head coach. So it's her first time coaching. Um, I think like officially it's good. She's doing a really good job. I think she's like learning new things every day. And we also have Roman. He's a new coach for our staff. And I think he like brings a lot to our, our coaching staff. Like he's super great. And I think he connects with athletes on ways that in ways that other coaches like haven't yet. And he's, I feel like he's kind of a coach that some people have been looking for. Um, so, and I really like that he's here. He's super great. Um, but yeah, the team we're doing really well. I'm super excited for SECs. Um, but it was definitely weird coming back. Um, just after being with like all these people that come to practice every day, like making the Olympic team, and like being with all of the athletes that were on the Olympic team, uh, it was definitely a change to come back to, but I just like tried to like focus that like my, like the way, the person that I am didn't change. Um, like who I am with my team and who I am with like that team is like the same person. It's just like the people around are different. So that's something I tried to like focus on and um, yeah, it's my senior year. So I've just been trying to like do what I can for the team, like with the team, but while also like giving myself a little bit of grace as like, I did come down from such a big high of being at the Olympics. Um, yeah, it's been good though. That's, that's good to hear. Uh, it's, it's it, from the outside looking in, seems like you guys have, have been rolling pun intended. Yeah. Uh, huh. and, uh, I'm curious, you know, with, with the new coaching positions um, and it being your senior year, how do you feel like your role in the team has maybe changed or not, or stayed the same um, this season as you've moved through it as a senior? Um, I think, I, I don't know that it's changed from the way that like some of my teammates see me. I've definitely noticed a change. Like, like I've noticed but I don't think it's them changing. I think it's just me noticing. <laughs> um, I think like last year, I, I hope, and I think that my teammates like look up to me and like see things that I'm doing that maybe aren't required or aren't asked of from the coaches. Um, and I always like hope people will like join me or like jump on my train and say like, yeah, we're going with Ryan. <laughs> but, you do the abs after practice? What, yeah, what, actually, what are we talking yeah, about? Before, yeah, I do abs before practice. Yeah. Um, and just with like recovery and stuff, we have like such a nice training room and it's like right on deck. So, um, we have a lot of people that utilize it and we have like some people that don't. So that's something that like, I've tried to emphasize, especially going into trials and stuff. Like I was taking, I was like doing my best to like show that I was taking such good care of my body, just to, like kind of prove it to myself in a way, um, like recovery and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think uh, this year I noticed more because on the times that I was having a hard time coming and like being in like practice mode or when I was distracted from things, I think I noticed more that other people were seeing that. And that was like new for me because I didn't see myself as like on a different, I guess, like, I don't want to say I'm on a different level, but do you know what I mean? Like, I think you're an Olympian. Uh, hard, I <laughs> yeah. People but are going to look like, up to that or, or notice yeah, it more. I think, I think like last year I was just like, yeah, come with me. Like you're someone that like, we're the same. And this year it's a little different. And I think I realized I have like more of an impact on people, um, which can be hard and can be a lot of pressure, but I try to embrace it. So I, it, it, it sounds hard <clears throat> not to, not okay. to emphasize that it is, I don't, you know, but I, that does sound like added pressure, certainly. Um, but I mean, yeah. I, yeah, how could, how could, how could you not be on, I get, yeah, there's a different way to say it than a different level, yeah. but you know, it's yeah. like, you're, you, you've stood out, you're in the public eye a lot more. And I, I feel like your teammates would probably look up to that in a way. Um, so let, I, I want to talk a little bit about just your, tra your personal training. What is, what does a weekly routine look like for you? Are you always 
with coach Ozzy or do you go move around to groups? Yeah, I train with Ozzy. We have like a few different groups um, and people changing in between groups, but um, yeah, I train with Ozzy every day. We typically do like, we do like three dry lands a week. Um, sometimes we get a yoga day, which is like my favorite, but not always. Um, and then I lift like two to three times a week, just depending on like what point in the season we're at. Um, and then practice, I do like three mornings. Our mornings are typically around like three K. Um, they're usually like swimming out or we might do some like power stuff. Um, but they're pretty chill. I think Ozzy takes like the chance to have like a more calm practice so that we're not like constantly going crazy at practice and like feeling always beat down. He, I think that's something that I really like about Ozzy is that he like works hard and plays hard. So, um, we get, we get like the easy stuff in too. Um, in the afternoon, it's changed a little bit this year. So Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, we go into like, we call them specialty groups and they are, um, like specific to what event of like your event of the day. So Tuesday we do like day one of NCAAs Thursday, we do day two of NCAAs and Saturday we do day three. Um, so yeah, I go in like the 200 IM group on that day. And then the hundred back and hundred flyers are like together. And then the last day is the two back and two fly um, for my group, at least. Um, and then the other days are kind of like preparation days, but for some reason, I don't think Ozzy, like <laughs> he doesn't really care for that part of it. Uh, he, in a good way. I mean, I love it, but we, we have hard practices on Monday. We usually do like a threshold day. Um, sometimes it's like 400 IM threshold and then Tuesday we'll do like a 200 IM threshold. So it's like a little more sprinty. Um, Wednesday, we typically do like race pace, I guess, um, with like hot, like a lot of rest um, or sometimes we do power. And then Friday is like a rainbow day, we call it, where we do like some easy, some IM, some threshold and some sprint. So yeah, it's a little bit of all over the place, but yeah, I really like, um, Margo actually started doing that this year <clears throat> and I really liked it. So it was, has there been a, a practice lately that stood out to you or a workout that you really enjoyed or do you have a favorite uh, practice? Oh, uh, yesterday kind of destroyed me actually. Um, we did that's I'm probably, I'm just going to use that one because <clears throat> I can remember it the best. We did 425. So we did this thing three times and it was like, I am order by round. So we did 425s, descend one to four, and then 475s, 50 fly, 25 back. And then it like rolls through as the set goes on. And then 150 fly, 50 back. And then you put on your fins and do 100 free all out. And then we did uh, 200s IM and they like descended by round. Um, but the first round had to still be like pretty fast. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, we did that three times. It was very, very hard. Um, uh, yeah, especially I think a lot of us were expecting it to be a little lighter. So that kind of <laughs> emphasized how uh, challenging it was. But yeah, Aussie sets are all super entertaining. Uh, I'm like never bored at practice. And when someone says they're bored, I just wonder how they get bored because there's so many things that like you can focus on. And I don't know if that's like just me, like focusing on random things during practice, but I really like his sets. They're all super entertaining and we get like a taste of everything. So, yeah. Do you, do you ever race? I am anymore. I'm, I'm curious as to what your breaststroke is like. Breaststroke is so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I always joke that like my breaststroke split is a third of my time in the two I am, but I don't actually know. Uh, I mean, I can keep up like on IM days, but usually that's just because I'm like getting ahead on the fly and back. And then I'm just like holding on for dear life on the breaststroke. Uh, I don't, I haven't raced the 2IM. I don't think in like, since I think maybe I did it last year, like my junior year at midseason, maybe, but I don't really don't know. Gotcha. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, so let's move on to short course worlds. Um, you qualify for that. You go, you were entered in all three backstrokes. You right off the bat, just pop a gold in the 200. Um, 
How'd you feel about that race? It was so good. Uh, yeah, being at Worlds was a definite, it was a different experience than my Olympic Games experience. I I liked that I had met so many of the people that win. Um, and I think the people that went to both, like I noticed at least in myself and like from getting to know them a little bit better at Worlds was that like everyone was really nervous. I feel like everybody was like on edge at the games and at Worlds, it was just like, so much more laid back. Everyone was so much more comfortable with each other. Um, it was just, I don't know. It was a really great group of people. And like, I got to know Abby so much better at worlds compared to the Olympics. We were just, we were never like training together. We were never like even at the same pool because we trained at two separate pools in Hawaii. Um, and then we just don't swim the same events. So getting to know her, um, at worlds was super fun. I really like her and yeah, the two back, uh, I think I was just excited to be there and Ozzy was there with me, which was really good for me. Um, but yeah, I was just excited. I was like ready and I love short course meters. We get to train here short course meters sometimes. So whenever we do, I really like it. Um, I don't know if I'm like a long course or a short course swimmer. I feel like I'm a bit of both. So it's just really fun for me. And like looking forward, if I like wanted to do the ISL in the future, like it was a little taste of like actually competing in meters uh, versus just practicing here. So yeah, the two back was great. Were there, did you have like, you know, nerves, butterflies heading into that final? It was, was it anything like the Olympic final or did you feel pretty, pretty good about it at that point? Um, I think I was like obviously nervous, but I think they were a little bit more positive nerves. Um, I didn't really like, know exactly what was going to happen I would say like going into the final um but I think I was like pretty confident it was going to go well and I I kind of like did the same thing that I did at trials I kind of was just in the ready room saying like whatever happens happens and like I've worked hard and this is going to like showcase how hard I have worked and like what I've done to get here um and I know like people who are watching and like all like my family and friends especially my teammates, like they're supporting me no matter what happens. Um, so I think that was kind of like my mentality behind the blocks. I was kind of just like, it's going to happen. And if it doesn't, like whatever is supposed to happen is just going to happen. So, yeah, I think that helps me. I think I should like do that more often. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Seems like a good mentality. Um, I, I was in Abu Dhabi as well. And yeah, uh, I remember. it was it was. <laughs> It was kind of a weird meet, right? Obviously, we're still in the middle of a global pandemic. And uh, because of that, there were just, you know, I, I'm sure as athletes as well, you just have to operate a little bit differently. Did did just operating under COVID restrictions, having to do all those extra steps, do you get used to that? Did I mean, I'm guessing you had to do the same thing in Tokyo. Was that something that you were prepped for? Was that something that you got used to as the meet went on? I think I was a little more surprised that like how fast things changed at worlds. They were like, I feel like at the beginning I wasn't really thinking about it. And then we were like going to get tested every day just to be careful um, and things like that. I, I think I, I don't want to say I was like used to it, but I don't like to focus on things I can't control. Like I just planned to like go back to the pool to get tested on a day that like maybe I wasn't swimming, that kind of thing. So yeah, I wouldn't say it like bothered me at all. Um, that we had to like do things a little bit differently. Um, but I don't know that I was like used to it. Yeah. 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 I, I, I certainly <laughs> wasn't, but, <laughs> um, yeah, that's, it, it, you know, it, that's just the way it was. I thought it was really nice that at least for the media, you could go to the hotel and get tested. And it was like, okay, this is like, at least I don't have to like go out in the middle of Abu Dhabi and try to find a place to get tested. Um, good. <laughs> and then, then you and I also had another commonality. We left the meet early. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we both ended up having to leave early. Um, was, was your preemptive exit, um, was that COVID related as well? Um, so as the meet like went on, there were people just like getting, we had, I mean, there were a lot of positive cases like in the meet. So our leadership, tra like coaches, trainers, everyone, they kind of just, 
talked to all of us and said, you know, if you're not comfortable staying, if you feel that it's best that you go home early. Um, so it was kind of just a, it was just like a safety precaution and they like let, left it up to us. So I was worried I would spend Christmas in Abu Dhabi um, and I don't get to go home all that often. So that's something that like was really important to me. I was so excited to raise the 50 back. I never get to do the 50 back. Um, but uh, after the two back, I was like, okay, I could end this meet on a high note and I can head home and see my family. So it was kind of like, uh, we, we were just kind of like given the option. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. That's why I love to Uh, my boss was like, uh, if, if you, you know, if you do end up testing positive there, you have to stay there for 10 days. I don't think you want to be s- spend Christmas there. I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, uh, so it was, it was, it was a co- really cool experience, but it was kind of had an odd note to it. Right. With that aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, so then you get back and you, you now you're back stateside. Um, has, has Alabama had any dual meets since, uh, in January? Yeah. We swam against Auburn and we finally beat them my first time. I was so happy about it. Yeah, we raced against them every year. And finally, my senior year, we won. So the girls. So yeah, that was super exciting. Uh, we did have a meet against Georgia, but it was it ended up getting canceled. So that was a bummer. But yeah, at our senior meet against Auburn. So so you got the win. How did you feel about your races there? And uh, I, I, does, does Alabama do some sort of Christmas training as well? Um. Yeah, so they did Christmas training like, I guess our training trip was while I was in Abu Dhabi before the meet, like a 10 day period ish. Um, and then we did a little bit of Christmas training when I got back. Um, but it's, it was different. I think the training trip is a lot harder. Uh, and I had taken like a few days off after worlds. So I was kind of like getting back into shape. Uh, but the meet against Auburn, I felt okay about my times. I, I was just like trying to focus on how we could go like one, two, three or two, three, four, uh, in the events. So I wasn't really putting a lot of like pressure on myself. Like I knew like I needed to get like my job done, but I think like going with that, I also wanted to like support my teammates and like let them know how important it is to the senior class. Because I think like, I mean, even when I was a freshman, I didn't really understand the rivalry. I didn't really understand like what the big deal was. Um, so yeah, just like explaining that and trying to like keep that energy high throughout the meet. I think that was like more of my focus. Um, my times were like, I think my average, uh, dual meet times. So yeah, I think I could do a better job of like practicing racing at dual meets and like different race strategies and those types of things. Um, but I guess it's too late now. (laughs) Yes. You're done with dual meets now. (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. Uh So, um, looking forward, obviously you've got SCCs, you've got NCAAs coming up. Um, I am a little curious with the, the recent, very recent news that world champs is now postponed indefinitely. Um, has, has that made you look ahead to the long summer season, long course season at all? And do you have any thoughts of, of goals you might have or, or where your head's at, you know, after, uh, the college season is over? Um, yeah, super sad that that's canceled or postponed. Um, I was like super excited, like looking forward to that so much. Uh, but when I heard the news, um, I kind of just like talked to my coach a little and he was like, right now we just need to focus on like what's coming next and then what's coming next after that. So I'm trying to just keep my mind on SECs and NCAAs, um, and just like give my team all the attention that I think that they deserve going into that. Um, yeah, I hope something comes for the summer. Like I want to race. I, I've heard like different rumors about like different meets and stuff, but, um, I'm just waiting for USA swimming or like FINA to put something out, I guess. So hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Yeah, That was, that was a a big bummer of my day as well. When we found out about that, um, well, Ryan, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat. Uh, I I want to end with kind of a fun game. Hopefully, um, we've we've been doing a little bit of this or that on the podcast. Um, have you ever lived anywhere besides Utah and Alabama? No. 
Okay, so that, that's that's what I thought. So we're gonna play a little this or that with uh, with with Salt Lake or Tuscaloosa. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm just gonna give you categories and you can answer one or the other, or you can say neither. I guess if you don't want to be biased, but uh, so I'm curious, best place to go to a sporting event, Utah or Tuscaloosa? Tuscaloosa. <laughs> All right. I, I I know you're a Utah Jazz fan, so I thought there might be some competition yeah. there, but. A little bit, but it, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, best place to get a tan. Ooh, I prefer Utah. It's a little humid here, to be honest. I can't really like sit out in the sun for very long. Yeah, Utah's an elevation, right? Yeah. You get you get tanned really quickly there, I guess. I guess. Um, I enjoy the dry heat, so. Mm, that is nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, best place to have an indoor practice. Oh, that's a hard one. I mean, indoor pools are pretty much like all the same. Uh, the pool here is nicer than my pool at home. So I guess here, Tuscaloosa. Uh, best place to have an outdoor practice. I love the mountains. So I will pick Utah. Are there, are there outdoor pools in Utah? Yeah, we have like my, the first, uh, like my first trials cut I got at like the most beautiful pool, Conrad Heights has like a gorgeous view. It's my favorite pool. Oh, that sounds great. So why, we should have a pro swim there or something. I want to uh, check that sweet. pool out. I feel like no one could breathe there though. So. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, best place to have a, a training trip or, or a winter training two week block. Uh, I would say Utah. There's way more to do and the elevation. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, best place to get breakfast, Tuscaloosa or Salt Lake? Um, I'm going to say Salt Lake. Yeah. I'll say Salt Lake. There's wow. not that much to do here <laughs> in Tuscaloosa. I've been, so. to, I've been to one diner there, the one where they have Nick Saban posters everywhere. Or like oh, Nick Wayside-er. It's probably yeah. called Waysider. Yeah, that it one. is. It's a really fun place. I've been there a couple times, but I don't know. I'm just thinking of like in Utah. There's a little place in like the can, like the mouth of the canyon. I'm obsessed with the mountains. So yeah, that sounds way better. I'd rather I'd rather die in a canyon than with Nick Saban. If we're being honest, <laughs> I mean, if Nick Saban's there, that might change the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick Saban cut out. <laughs> All right. Um, Ryan, thank you for, for thank you so much for being a good sport. Thank you for taking the time to sit down and chat. Uh, any parting thoughts for our audience before we sign off today? Um, I don't think so. Thank you so much for having me, and like, thanks for everyone who listens. And yeah, watch us at SCCs. <laughs>